know what Dallas is. Well, as we've always said, Dallas is the vacation of the future today. At Dallas, you get your choice for the vacation you want. There's medieval world, Roman world, and of course, West world. Let's talk to some of the people who've been there. Pardon me, sir. What is your name? Uh, Gardner Lewis. Just got back from Westworld. Tell us how you liked it, Mr. Lewis. When you played cowboys and Indians as a kid, you'd point your fingers and go bang, bang, and the other kid would lie down and pretend dead. Well, Westworld is the same thing, only it's for real. I, I shot six people. Well, uh, they weren't real people. What Mr. Lewis means is he shot six robots, scientifically programmed to look, act, talk, and even bleed, just like humans do. Now, isn't that right? Well, they may have been robots. I mean, uh, I think they were robots. I mean, I, I know they were robots. Yes, the robots of Westworld are there to serve you and to give you the most unique vacation experience of your life. Thank you, sir. And you, madam? Hello. Well, what is your name? Uh, my name is Janet Lane, and I was in Roman World. What is the one thing that stands out in your mind about Roman World? Oh, well, I think it would be the men. I just feel marvelous. I mean, it's just a warm, glowing place to be. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. And you, sir? Yeah? What is your name, sir? Oh, I'm Ted Mann. I'm a stockbroker from St. Louis. And uh, which world did you just come from, sir? Oh, you're not going to believe this. But I've just been the sheriff of Westworld for the last two weeks. Did it seem real to you, sir? It's the realest thing i ever done. I mean that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you, sir? Yeah, my name's Arthur Kane. I've been in the castle. I've had uh, a couple of sword fights and three jousts. And I... I married a beautiful princess. Is that something you always dreamed of doing, sir? Oh, my life. <laughs> well, there are some of the comments of the people who just returned from Dallas. MGM presents Westworld. Your attention, please. We will soon be landing at Westworld, the ultimate resort. We have you on grid five, over. It consists of three worlds of the past. Locking in now. Worlds where you can live out your every fantasy. There's Roman world, the lusty, decadent delights of Imperial Pompeii. Notify ground crews. Medieval world, chivalry and combat in 13th century Europe. And Westworld, lawless violence on the American frontier of the 1880s. Each resort is maintained by reliable computer technology and peopled by lifelike robot men and women. Let's stand by for resort activation. Ready on six, on five, on four, on three, on two. Activate now. Our robots are programmed to provide you with an unforgettable vacation. Dinner at 7, breakfast at 6.30. Get lunch on your own. Don't look like much here, but we have everything. Mean to tell me he's a robot? What'll it be? Vodka uh, martini on the rocks with a twist of lemon. Very dry, please. Just give him whiskey. He's new in town. Many elements of the Delos Resort are potentially dangerous. That's part of the appeal. Come on. You say something, boy. Kill him. Our technology is designed to provide all this in complete safety. In Westworld, frustrations find release. 
Desire ends in satisfaction. And all in a controlled environment. That's not supposed to happen. We know you'll enjoy your stay in Westworld. Hold it. The ultimate resort. We'll do it this time. Where nothing, nothing can possibly go wrong. You shot. Go wrong. Raw. Go wrong. Oh my God. Shut down. Shut down immediately. Scientology finally got to him, man. I really do. I don't know, it's kind of weird. You remember when Scientology was really big in the 70s? I don't know if you were there or not. But I remember as a kid seeing the Dianetics books, Ron L. Hubbard books. I was like, wow, what's this all about? I want to know what it's about. And he used to say it's, it's a different. Voice Mouth in Detroit. Here I'm thinking it's all about 
getting in shape. <laughs> it's just getting in shape for their religion. That's what it is. Anyway, so we're back out of here in Detroit City. Got a bunch of events coming up. I'll have to keep you posted on it. I'm hosting a Mad Max event. Well, not so much me hosting, I guess. I'm the speaker there that day. One of the guys going to be adding to the chaos, but the real host is Doc Colony. Yeah, he's going to be doing his annual cosplay Mad Max event coming up on the 16th of October. Throughout the month, there's a bunch of events going on, and we're going to be taking a look at a couple new ones. I got some coming up here real soon. So... Cradle of Filth on the 15th, and uh, what else we got coming up? A couple more things, I got a couple other gigs I'm going to be working on. I'll keep you posted.
Comscan has detected Please an energy hurry. field protecting an area of the six planets for hostages. The field is strong enough to deflect any bombardment. The rebels are alerted to our presence. Admiral Arvo came out of light speed to close to us. He felt surprised and wisely. Clumsy as he is. He's treated with Amazon's warrior chief, the Lord Toden. Thank goodness we're finally here. R2-D2! Oh no! Stop! Take her away! Kitchen. Uh, this is just not my day! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. King Julpa's charter of the East. Jaren, Indra and I are hungry. <clears throat> Be still, Kobe. My father has constantly learned to have patience with brother. Lord Toda, the time has come for us to bury our age-old rivalry and unite the our planet against invaders like when the pirate Kaibo Ren, the one who has finally wandered back to a throne of that vacant for so long. You are quick you are to decide the fate of an entire planet. No, Captain. Yes, there are lies. To my advisors, I want every ship available to keep the asteroid sealed until they are found. If you have such formidable warriors and droids, then you need the territory. Want them alive. No disintegration. Whose side are you on? The side of our planet. And peace, Father. Even at home. Yes, perhaps. But I warn you, Jelper, I am wary of your tricks. My king tricks no one, barbarian. Barbarian? Ah! Yeah. We are here to talk of peace. We're here to stop. Stop! Dinner is served.
Yeah. Yeah, it's reading stories on Mac Rumors. Have you heard of MacRumors.com? Yeah, what are they saying about George Orwell? Did he use a Mac? I'm kidding. Um, no, but they're saying about these different versions of iPhones mm. that they get tired of because they don't work and they go and buy another one. Oh, God. <laughs> that might be the whole concept of Apple. concept of apple and i'm on to apple but the thing is it's like me and george orwell whoever he was trying to change history he didn't like it so he tried to take on big brother yeah yeah how did that work out it doesn't work out <laughs> taking on big brother so i have to just surrender to the fact that apple has the leverage not me yeah so what is this thing? They want you to buy new phones all the time? Yes, I've already bought two new phones. <laughs> My kids bought me a new... I had a seven yeah. from January through March. My kids said, Mom, that's too old. You're not protected from... You know, you're... you're, you're yeah, it's like running Windows 95. It's like still being on Windows 95 yeah. if you have an iPhone 7. Yeah. So they took me in and got me an SE. That was an updated enough version for me to have. And they bought it. It was free because I was switching over to T-Mobile. And I was all like $59.95. Oh, yeah? Connie. Sorry, I just said her name. SE, and they said, you're going to have to have a newer model. Mm. Again. <laughs> no, my cell phone carrier told me He goes, you're now eligible for a new phone every three months, they told me And I said, what? Yeah. I said, I thought it was six months He said, because technology changes so fast In three months, your phone is worthless Basically Yeah, that's what they told me So in 2021, I owned an Apple 7 An Apple SE Yeah and now I own an Apple 12, and I have a feeling next year I'm going to own something else. Yeah. And they do that. They say you're eligible. So basically, they charge you almost nothing to get you into the newer phone. Okay. As long as they're not charging grandma a lot of money to upgrade, I'm going with it. Yeah, so, what, um, so Apple tech support, were they helpful? What was your experience? She's very good. Her name was, I wrote down her name. She was with me for an hour and she did screen sharing. So that means she was able to go into my phone and she had a red pointer. And she was able to take her pointer and go through my settings with me. Right. She also went through my block contacts to make sure that I wasn't blocking Minnesota people. So... In other words, I told her, because I didn't know where she was, Minnesota uh, area codes are 952-612-763-320. I told her all the main ones. And as you can see, the only blocking I've been doing on this phone is the ones coming out of Chicago or somewhere else. Yeah. She says, you're very wise. She wanted to make sure that I wasn't personally blocking by mistake, people that mm. weren't oh. able to call me, right? But to think that Big Brother, which is Apple, 
has that much power, they can go right into our phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what about George Orwell? Did he predict this stuff? What? Uh, George Orwell did, not me. I'm not going to take credit for him. But we're living in a George Orwell novel today. Yeah, do you think kids know who George Orwell is? Uh, They're being made to read it in high school. I just talked to some high school kids last summer. That was a forced... They said we were forced to read it in English class. Forced. (laughs) Oh my God, hilarious. I like how that came out. Forced. Forced. Forced itinerary of our English class. And so I said, did you like it? Yeah, they said it was pretty interesting. Do you know who the top deep fake actors are these days? Tom Cruise. Uh, who? Tom Cruise. Um, Harrison Ford. Princess Leia. What is deep fake? Uh, deep fake. It's where they put a video online of somebody that they generated in a computer. So Obama was deep faked. It looks like him. You know, the Queen of England recently um, gave a message. They just put her in a computer and generated it. It looks like her, but it's a computer simulation. Oh. You don't know what a deep fake is? I now know. I just wasn't sure. So deep fake and cancel culture are part of technology today. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about with deep fake? The Queen of England said, Merry Christmas, everybody. She's sitting in front of a Christmas tree. Okay? It was a computer. It's not her. It looks like her. So I don't watch YouTube. I don't watch videos on Facebook. And I don't watch TV. So I'm going to be a little bit in the dark on stuff like that. But I hear about it from other people. Other people are fascinated with it. Yeah, they deep-faked Mark Zuckerberg, too. So, that's how I get my information and is based on... That's why I'm hungry to be in community, even though it's uncomfortable. I want to know what the masses are looking at and talking about. Yeah, they released a deep-fake of Tom Cruise recently, and it was really good. It looked real. And he's laughing, and he's jumping around, and you, you'd never think it was a simulation. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that people fall for that stuff. Because there's no way to detect. They look so real. But if you don't even partake in it, you cannot become a victim of it. But if I showed you something that was real... Would you be expected to say, okay, this is a fake, this is a Fugazi, you know? I'm not sure I would recognize it because I'm not a video expert. However, I do like the corn phrase by Trump. I said this before, fake news. Trump knows about it. Yeah. As dumb as he is, he gets the coin on that. 
Well, yeah, the deep fakes. What do you think about that? Well, I'm having an image of Trump. And the truth is, as a TV star, I just love him on TV. Mm. As a president, no, but on TV, I loved his character. You're fired. And he'd do that to anybody. He'd have the biggest movie stars, the biggest money people in the world come on his TV show. And then he'd say to them, if they didn't win the challenge, you're fired. Huh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it was so fun. And then, uh, so Greg and I got into it in the 90s because I think that's when he started doing Celebrity. Uh, what was that called? What was it called? Celebrity Enterprise or whatever his show was. He brought in World Wrestling Federation, the WWF or WW, whatever it was called. And Greg, my husband, would say, now this is a secret that I watch World Wrestling Federation. WWF. Everybody teased him in his circle that you don't watch wrestling. It's fake. Really? It's funny. From WWF and all the fake wrestling moves to what you call fake, or is it? Because I don't watch it. Oh, deep fake video. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, they did also one of George Bush giving a speech. Basically, the computer learned everything from previous speeches, and it models his speech, and then they put the photos in, and it mimics his gestures. So that the so I'm going to say that just like the WWF and the fake yeah. wrestling, as people called it, the deep fake video, both topics are private obsessions because people would not publicly say that they follow that stuff. Mm. Now listen, peoples. Everybody says. I just wrote a whole page talking about Big Brother 1947, but it's in large letters. I write faster if I'm writing in large block letters. Everybody say they they don't like the blues. Things going on today is not the blues. It's not the blues. It's just a good beat that people just carrying. But now when you come down to the blues, I'm going to show you how to play the blues. Now you just sit here and watch me. like the blues. Remember when the blues was like really avant-garde? Because it wasn't your daddy's music, mommy's music? So I hosted a blues. Ah, yeah. Yeah? Sounds familiar. Bobby Blue is a famous blues star. And he came out with a bunch of Greeks from Chicago, and I took care of them. Oh, yeah? On many a Saturday night. They had a private recording studio in New Melford, Illinois. Oh. So recording studios in Chicago were running a 1,000 back in the 90s, early 2000. And they, instead of paying a thousand to rent a recording studio, they came out here and bought a whole house. And they gutted it and made the basement the lower level of recording studio. Really? And the, and the house payment is only, was back then like 800. It was a, a very nice house. Uh, just north of the restaurant. There, down, right down the street. And they invited me to come over there with Bobby Blue and these blues art- uh, artists. 
and listened to them because they knew I was I had a love of music and and they loved that I was an entertainer. Yeah, how how was the sound? Mr. Man, I didn't go. Oh. The blues it it conjures up the deepness, the deepest part of my native soul. Hmm. I am part native. I am part Indian. Once again, make sure you get a hold of us. 313-MAN-0231. Man behind the machine. Give us a call. We want to hear what you're talking about. Give us some ideas. Agree with us. Disagree with us. We don't care. Tell us what's up. Give us a call. 313-MAN-0231. Happy Halloween from Detroit. Detroit Dungeon. Voicemails to man from Detroit. And we're also talking about safety on the music. Let's try that again. Safety on the movie set. And uh, I guess there was a lot of complaints uh, prior to this happening, which is kind of interesting also. And as I said before, I just don't understand why there's any type of loaded guns or anything like that on the movie set. There's really no need. I mean, in today's day and age with computer graphics and everything like that, they don't even need to be firing off any type of rounds or whatever. Obviously not my rounds, they don't want to do that. Or even blanks. There's just zero need. I just read an article too, and a lot of people will say because it's authentic and stuff like that. But, once again, you don't need any type of shells at all and a gun to make it authentic behind me they can just literally they want to make they're actors you know what i'm saying it's like if you can't get in the role and pretend you're shooting a gun as an actor then you shouldn't be an actor besides that all kinds of stuff's coming on too so that's a lot of the reason why peter scolari died too i don't remember seeing that he's one of the guys on booze and buddies with uh tom hanks so Interesting if Tom has anything to say about the death of his boozing buddy. Yeah, congratulations. I graduated. Yeah, I love that. And good fellas. You know, like I said, the thing about it is with the whole thing with Facebook and all that. So I wanted to make sure I quoted the article right. It was Article 230. Like we talked about this before. Basically, they signed into law, which is basically signed into law by a fraudulent government, but they signed into law with Article 230 that allowed Facebook, Twitter, and any of these social networks to exist. And if you're not familiar with a little more about it, in a nutshell, say some whack job fucking goes off the neck about whatever and people find it offensive well they can turn around and sue facebook twitter whatever so the government protected them and instead of making them an entity where it was um they were like a they would be a publisher 
Hey man, what is the name of that device that makes that music? That that is absolutely incredible. I want to play around with that. Uh this episode is just this is so intriguing. I'd love to know what that that application is, whatever that is. So thank you. Awesome show. Good stuff. Keep it up. I look forward to them every week. Thanks. Hey, bro. How you doing? Amazon. You told me that it was painful to get through the Facebook keynote. What? 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 What happened? What was painful about it? The fact that they renamed themselves Meta? No. It's like... You're like... In this Metaverse. And yeah. we're here to help you with that. We're going to build you a beautiful house that you can choose between these different models. And then you're going to want to um, buy things to fill your house with. Like oh. beautiful artwork from the artists you love. And... You're also going to need different outfits to wear for different occasions. So you're going to have a closet to put your clothes in. It's like they have this whole fucking future planned out for me. And I don't want that stupid future. I want to live my life in reality. (laughs) I don't want to live in a metaverse. And I definitely don't want to live in a metaverse that Facebook built. And it's just so superficial and so garbage. And like, you, you know, they're like, Look at this beautiful house we built for you. It's overlooking the most beautiful thing that you could ever imagine. And it's like, it's it looks just like the ocean with the sunset. Ooh. And like, well, or you could go to the ocean and see the real sunset instead of some stupid VR goggles. You know, it's like really offensive to me the the depth of their stupidity and ego. And it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just can't believe it was serious. It almost seemed like a practical joke. Do you know that the uh, Hebrew speakers... you got to watch it, dude. You'll see what I... Yeah. Okay, I'll have to see it. If you're not offended, I can tell you haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, all I heard was the Hebrew. In Hebrew, meta means death. I think that was just an accident. Yeah. <laughs> sure it is. So they're missing the fact that the metaverse it, it is like the William Gibson definition of it. It's like a dystopia. It's not meant to be a good thing. It's like a false substitute for reality. It's like a pale imitation. It's just a shadow of reality. And like, yeah, you can fly around and you can look different ways, but you're missing out on everything real. And and we can't just destroy our environment at this pace and think we're going to recreate it inside the computer and then just enjoy it there. Like, that. And to 
saving what's left of the environment, not recreating it inside the computer. But, you know, uh, can I say something that might challenge you? I, 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 I yeah. kind of, I, I'm, I'm almost shocked that out of all the people in this world, you haven't accepted this metaverse because this is the ultimate singularity uh, aside from merging with the machines. You know, so you're very pro-technology. So why are you so against it? I, just, I, I don't think we need it. Um, I think we need more human contact. I mean, especially if anything, like, like this, uh, uh, the pandemic has shown, like when people yeah. are so isolated, it's hard on them. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, like I think a little bit of it's okay, but their vision that your whole life is going to be in there is—I'm not down with that. Like, I just want enough to get my job done and then get out and then go live my real life. Yeah, and apparently they got rid of the uh, Oculus name um, when they purchased it. Um, they got all the rights, so they removed that name. Do you think they're going to call it Meta Glasses? Hey, let me let me call you back. And- Hey, bro. Hello? Hey. Hey, that's better. Okay, so, you, so yeah, you called me on cell. That was the problem. Yeah. Like, I have pretty decent Wi-Fi, but my cell connection is like... So let far. me ask you this. I know what the metaverse is, and you know what um, it is. But when people say, what is the metaverse, how do you differentiate it from the Internet? Can you hear me? The the internet is a book that you read or a magazine, and the metaverse is like a movie uh, set that you're inside acting as a character and there are characters around you. So it's more like surrounding you as a virtual reality space. Like, if you remember Second Life, yes, um, it's like that. It's just like that. And this has been done before many times, so it's nothing new. What's new is that Facebook is committing so many financial and engineering resources to building it, yeah. their walled garden of doing it inside their space. Mm. And they're building the framework to um, enable you to have a wardrobe full of clothes and have a house um, that, you know, and, and do the transactions where. I could be an interior designer in the Facebook metaverse and I could go um, give you a really sick looking house and you could pay me to do that and the funds transfer. The walled garden. (laughs) Yeah, the walled garden. I see this now. I just don't want to invest any more resources in building an online uh, copy replica of the real world to spend time in because I'm trying to figure out ways to spend less time online instead of more. Facebook's, they make money. The more time you spend online, the more money they make. Mm. So they want you to spend more time online. And 
let's face it, web pages are getting a little bit old. People are tired of like just scrolling endlessly on their phone. And I think Facebook right, rightfully realizes yeah. people don't want any more of that. Like they're already spending hours a day doing it. Yeah. If anything, they need to do it less. So they're like, well, what can we do to But you can be together every day in the metaverse, and it's almost just as good. Actually, it's even better because you can be a walrus if you want, or you can be Tom Cruise if you want, or you can. Yeah. Um, when I first you know, heard about this, this no fast mansion you can live in, but you can't afford it in real life. But it's only ten feet. That's with dollars, so this no. When I first heard about Meta, I instantly thought they're going to rebrand Second Life and you're going to be walking around with a bobblehead in virtual reality and meet people and you're going to be able to go to the Google store and search for things. Yeah. You know, yeah. and things like that. You'll be able to go buy Bitcoin. Right. You'll be able to watch, you know, LL Cool J or whatever, you know. Um, they've got a simulation, the sim. You know, and they say this is their real. This is the reality. You'll be able to go to Ultra Fest in virtual reality. Yeah. Do and you you'll be able to, importantly, pay DJs and pay set designers and. Yeah to have a really robust stage with visual content right. and they'll be able to pay performers but like really we don't need Facebook for any right. of this stuff we can do this stuff already now um, Facebook is just trying to insert them is it just that Zuck is accelerating it yeah they're paying a lot of engineers a lot of money to build out this infrastructure more commerce friendly like there's a platform so if you just do it inside the facebook ecosystem there's a lot there ready for you really okay are you skeptical about the technology or the concept behind it technology is agnostic it's not technology is not good or bad um, you can use it for good or you can use it for bad. And this is a use that I think there are good things and bad things, but I think it's kind of on the bad side. And I think profit motivated and it's going to have too much of a crushing effect on kids and adults psychologically and also the environment because like I spend a lot of time on the computer and I know that it's good sometimes to step away from the computer and go to a state park or a national park or things like that and Facebook is painting this future where you don't need to do those things no. anymore you just do it inside their metaverse do it inside virtual reality and I don't believe it's the same for humans and I it, it's like the same like 
Facebook has so eroded privacy. How? They just took it away. And kids that are so young uh, to they're developing, they never had privacy to begin with. So they're growing in the world with no privacy. Yeah. And then they would have liked to have privacy. Now they're going to have to actual real monster. They'll never experience them themselves. They're never going to miss it. They're going to care about it. And all that stuff is just going to be steamrolled and destroyed. It's already, that's already happening, but it's only going to accelerate. So I think, I think like what Apple's doing with the Apple Watch is a good example of how to use technology in a way that's respectful. They're like, oh, you want to know what time it is? You can look, I'll tell you what time and then you put it away and you don't have to look at it. It's like you, you, they're, they're trying to give you the information as quickly and as easily as possible and then let you not look at it anymore. Let me ask you this. Will I be able yeah. to go in a virtual metaverse and compute there? Yeah. You know, computing within the simulation? Yeah, that's what they're doing. That That's what this announcement is about. Oh, they're... Video games. And who, That's what it's designed for. Yeah, and um, uh, who's the competition for Facebook's Meta? I think uh, Microsoft HoloLens. Oh, yeah. I think, um, Steam. I think Epic. Yeah. I, I don't know who. Well, like any video game that's not connected to, like, Fortnite. Fortnite is competition for, like, right now the biggest metaverse is Fortnite, actually. Okay, interesting. Okay. It's just a shared space where people can go, they can make their avatars look how they want, and they can be entertained together at the same time in this shared space. Okay. So Fortnite is the silent metaverse. Yeah, Fortnite. Not that I do, but you know, people spend a lot of time in Fortnite. They socialize in Fortnite. It's like they're playing this game, but they're also socializing at the same time, and they're also like dressing up in different outfits, and you know, it's like going to a party. Interesting. Okay, I didn't know this. You get to choose what you wear. You get to bring some little gifts. 
Um, you get to do some dancing. Like, you literally buy dance moves in Fortnite. You buy outfits in Fortnite. Mm. The game itself is free. So there's this narrative happening, and there's also a gaming element where you're trying to kill everybody, and you're the last one standing. Um, you know, kill or be killed, basically. It's like a predator. But... And what they're making billions of dollars off of is just selling different outfits, different dance moves, different weapons, different upgrades that you don't really need, but it's just looks cool and it's more makes it more fun when you see someone doing a crazy touchdown dance or doing the floss or doing some silly thing. You're like, whoa, how'd they do that? Well, they just spot it. You know, somebody made it and somebody sold it. And, you know, Epic sold it and now you bought it. Or they sold you like 10 bars of gold. Mm. And uh, I think they're called V-Bucks. F-Bucks, I can't They're like bucks. I think they're called V-Bucks. And you, you can buy like 100 of them for 10 bucks or something. And then you can buy these little dance moves and outfits and other objects for for v-bucks so yeah it really is fortnite it's a response to fortnite and and facebook came out and said like the biggest application of this right now is games and the gaming industry dwarfs all other entertainment industries now so the gaming industry is bigger than Hollywood. It's wow. bigger than movies, books, magazines, TV, music. It's bigger than all of those combined. It's like their purpose. And it's only going to get bigger as, you know, people used to kind of socialize by going to the mall. This will be like the virtual way of going to the mall. Um, really? You could you could have a movie in there, and we could just go all go watch the movie together. Okay. You could have a wall in there, and we could all go to the wall together. Interesting. So the premises come in for the games, but what you're saying is this dystopia, a la 1973 Westworld where people go to a Western or ancient Rome and they can battle with the gladiators and they're all robots. But this is going to be a Westworld. Remember that movie? I haven't seen that yet. Okay. But you got to see that. It's a classic. I guess part of the yeah. premise. Isn't it a TV show? Well, TV show, but the original is a movie. Um, Yul Brenner is the main actor. And he's shoot. Okay. He's shooter. His name is out. Shooter, and he's a robot. Anyways, people pay to go to a Disneyland called Westworld, but it's actually run by robots. It's. A, I'm surprised you haven't seen. It. It's amazing, amazing. Anyways, this is like the Westworld, okay. right? Where you could experience reality how you want it. Right? Yeah, that's right. You could put your skins on. You could select, you know, what environments you could travel to Hawaii through the metaverse, right? Yeah. 
you know, you could board a ship, maybe, maybe board a ship to outer space in the metaverse. What do you think? Or is this fantasy sci-fi? Yeah, they, they listed all those examples in the keynote. They, they exactly listed those examples. <laughs> they they had a scene of them in space. They had a scene of them in Hawaii. Oh, but Mark owns wow. a home in Hawaii. Mark actually travels to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. The rest of us just didn't get to pay him to do it in virtual reality. Wow. What is he trying to do with this? Is is he really trying to just create a whole new infrastructure, like you said? Yeah. He's not content with Facebook 1.0? No, they're, they're, they're just trying to figure out what is next and make sure that they own it. Oh. Unbelievable. So you don't want to have a part of this reality? No, and I don't want other people to be using it either. Okay. What are your thoughts about VR? I'm not a big fan of it. Okay. Mistrustful, huh? Mm. No, I I just think it's going to have bad repercussions. I mean... It, it, it can work. There's some cool applications of it, but in general, we're, we're like overdosing. I don't know, dude. Like, mm. it's going to take years for this to play out, but like five years ago, mm. I realized Facebook is really bad for us. So they don't even have a product. So what are we being fed then? A simulation of a simulation? Yeah. What are they giving us? Just bullshit. It's just posturing. It's like aspirational. It's like, here's what we think the future's going to be like, and we're going to own all of it, and you're going to pay us for that. So what they can get bad? Sell ads to run the metaverse. And let me ask you this, uh, during his speech on the meta, did they show any video or pictures of the metaverse, you know? Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. What did they, what was it like? It's not real, it's just, it's just their concept. Is it like, did they do it on face, Photoshop, you know, or 3D? they They do it in totally 3D rendered and everything. Okay. So they it's have like a movie they made. So they have a movie of a 3D rendered universe, like Max Hedrum bopping around, you know. Yeah. So, what was the aesthetic like? Was it dystopian, or was it trying to? Are they trying to recreate this reality? 
In terms of the aesthetic. One second. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a Ted. I'm sorry, it blocked out. What happened? It was like shitty 3D animation. Oh, God. That's all you had to say. It was like cheesy looking 3D avatar. Okay. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that suck. You know, I don't know where his head is. You know, what is this guy thinking? Is he the. Um, is he trying to be Ray Kurzweil? Ray Kurzweil, the internet? He's just trying to be... He's trying to be Jeff Bezos of the virtual Oh, internet. God. Jeff Bezos. Okay. There he goes. 